0: From the Vox Media Podcast Network, this is Recode Daily. I am Teddy Schleifer. Next Door has a COVID-19 problem. The platform, which is sort of a Facebook for your neighborhood, was once used for things like asking neighbors for a stick of butter, looking for strollers to take your pet on a walk, or passive-aggressive complaints about proper street parking. That was Nextdoor. Now Nextdoor is overrun with misinformation and false theories about COVID and the vaccine rollout. Joining me is Rico Rebecca Hiowau. Hey, Rebecca. Hey. So did I characterize that correctly? Tell me what a typical day on Nextdoor looked like at least before the pandemic.
1: Yeah. So Nextdoor has always tried to be a platform for local tasks. You know, missing dogs and needing a plumber and things like that. That's not to say it hasn't fallen short of that mission of sort of a neighborly helpful platform before the pandemic. But amid the pandemic, everyone's been talking about COVID. Everyone's been talking about how to respond to COVID. Mm -hmm. And amid that, uh, you know, just like we've seen on other platforms, there's misinformation and whatnot. But I think what makes Nextdoor different in this respect is that it's your neighbors. It's the people who are, you know, arguing about masks on your next door are the people who you're going to see at your local supermarket, you who you're going to see when you're, you know, trying to go to the bank and things like that. So there's a really familiar aspect to it that kind of changes the misinformation conversation that we've been having.
0: Are there new people coming on next door that are sort of spreading this misinformation? Or is it the same people who are asking for the stick of butter who are now arguing about the vaccine? Like tell me about activity on the platform and user data.
1: I'm sure it's a mix of both. You know, Nextdoor has said it's seen a dramatic increase in the daily activity of users, so it could be new users. You know, there's probably people jumping on the platform because they've been stuck at home and need to know what's going on in their community. But it's also probably people who have been on it for a while and are now using it in the similar ways that they use Facebook or Twitter. Um, But, you know, Nextdoor is pretty big. It now says it has more than 222,000 neighborhoods registered on the site, and that doesn't even Take into account the number of people who are in each of those neighborhoods. You know, for reference, in the spring of 2017, Nextdoor was advertising that it had 135,000 neighborhoods registered on its network.
0: Oh, okay, wow. And you say usage has gone up dramatically. Do we know how much?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, the site has said across age groups, it's seen a jump in daily active um, user activity, like up 60%.
0: Wow, okay. That's not nothing. Um, what sort of misinformation are we seeing on the site, obviously, COVID misinformation has uh, a, a lot of particularly scary rabbit holes. But tell me about what types of things specifically we're seeing on Nextdoor. And again, these are not true things, but <laughs> give me a sampling.
1: A lot of fights over masks. I would say that's one of the number one thing. The users who are frustrated with this problem talk to me about seeing their neighbor's arguing against masks, against social distancing, against, you know, very basic COVID-19 sort of preventative measures. But they were also seeing more intense stuff. So claims that the vaccine isn't going to work or that it's some kind of population control scheme and kind of really fringy conspiracy stuff, too. I
0: mean, obviously, there's always going to be one or two crazies on the Internet. But tell me, um, do do we have any idea how Nextdoor is proactively stopping the spread of this stuff?
1: So Nextdoor, you know, like a lot of other social media platforms, says it uses a combination of users reporting misinformation to its content moderation system and also technology to kind of find it. Um, you know, we don't have a great sense of how big the problem is. I think part of it is that, you know everyone is talking about coronavirus and obviously not all of that is going to be misinformation and Probably not even half of it is going to be misinformation. But I think, you know, what users have told me is that the problem is, is that there are people who are in their neighborhoods who don't even necessarily represent a majority of the people in their communities, but who are very, very active in overrunning their platforms. So people could be having a very reasonable discussion and then it, you know, becomes a terrible experience because people come in and push this kind of content and it just makes Nextdoor very hard to use as the, you know, local social platform. It was designed to be. Another challenge is just it being a local platform means that you can only really see what's happening in your own community. It's very hard to get a sense of what's happening across Nextdoor.
0: Sure. But Nextdoor should know, shouldn't they? I mean, I understand why uh, individual people can't see what's happening on the platform in cities they're not in. But uh, I mean, if you're at Nextdoor HQ and you're in charge of content moderation, uh, why can't they do a better job?
1: Right. So, One of the challenges here is that a platform like Facebook, right, is trying to moderate for dangerous content, moderate against misinformation and things that are really, really bad. Sure. But Nextdoor has said it's going to do something more complicated. It's trying to moderate for like neighborliness and niceness, which means neighborliness. Right. So one of the users I spoke to who is a physicist, very active in criticizing COVID misinformation and climate misinformation on Nextdoor has been repeatedly reprimanded by Nextdoor staff for publicly shaming other users. And of course, his position is, of course, we should shame the conspiracy theorists. And they're like, you're not being Nice enough. You're violating our public shaming rules on the platform. So that's how this next door niceness can sort of complicate this content moderation policy.
0: Right. So if I hear you correctly, they're being more aggressive than kind of bigger platforms that have more staff to deal with this full time.
1: They're certainly trying to do more. Whether they're successful, you know, the users might disagree. But I think. The result here is that, you know, Nextdoor is trying to offer its users a really productive, usable platform that's supposed to get them help in their local communities. And the misinformation problem, regardless of how big it is, is in terms of how many users are posting it, regardless of that question, it's still making the platform really annoying and frustrating and, you know, angering people who use it. It's making it not a pleasant experience. And I think that's the metric you really have to look at.
0: Rico, Rebecca Hiawile, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me.